When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is True Crime Psychology and Personality, where we discuss the pathology behind some of the most horrific crimes and those who committed them from a scientifically informed perspective. I'm Dr. Todd Grande. I have a PhD in Counselor Education and Supervision, and I'm a licensed professional counselor of mental health. Dr. Todd Grande, that's my YouTube channel. Today's question is, can I analyze the case of Ryan Remington and Richard Lee Richards? In 2021, Ryan Remington was a police officer in the Tucson Police Department. He had been working as an officer for about four years. He also worked as a security guard at a Walmart store on West Valencia Road in Tucson. The police referred to this as a special duty assignment. Now looking at the background of the other key player in this case, in 2021, 61-year-old Richard Lee Richards lived in Tucson. He had an extensive criminal history and spent most of his adult life in prison. His life of crime started in the 1980s when he was convicted of robbery and multiple counts of burglary. In 1998, he was convicted of second-degree attempted murder after trying to kill a police officer. In 2007, he was convicted of aggravated assault with a deadly weapon after attacking another police officer. He received 10 years in prison and was released in January of 2018. He was arrested again in August of 2019 after U.S. Border Patrol agents caught him transporting illegal immigrants into the United States. He was charged with transporting illegal aliens for profit. Richard pleaded guilty to the charge and said he thought it would be easy money. He was sentenced to 13 months in prison. Richard was released after serving his time, but he failed to abide by the conditions of his probation and was sent back to prison. He was released again in 2021. One of Richard's friends said that Richard was a habitual shoplifter who had difficulty getting pain medication, so he purchased the medication illegally. Richard had a number of physical problems. He had a hip replacement when he was in prison but his hip did not heal properly. He had infections and suffered a great deal of pain. He used a motorized wheelchair, which was donated to him in the fall of 2021. There is some debate about the exact description of what he used. It has been called a scooter, a mobility scooter, and a motorized wheelchair. In my opinion, after looking at it, I think it is best described as a motorized wheelchair. Either way, it is something that he used because of physical health problems. Now moving to the timeline of the incident. On November 21, 2021, Richard Lee Richards entered the Walmart store in Tucson on his motorized scooter. A loss prevention employee of Walmart said that Richard had taken a toolbox and exited the store without paying for it. The employee approached Richard and asked to see a receipt for the toolbox. Richard brandished a knife and said, here's your receipt. I imagine the employee thought that this receipt looked sharper 
and more pointed than the typical one, the employee contacted Ryan Remington, who responded and confronted Richard at around 6 p.m. Ryan attempted to de-escalate the situation by lying to Richard and saying that his crime was only a misdemeanor. In reality, Richard had committed a felony. He was stealing something and threatened to kill somebody in the course of that theft. Richard pulled the knife on the officer. Ryan repeatedly ordered Richard to drop the knife. Richard responded by saying something like, if you want me to put down the knife, you're going to have to shoot me. He also made a statement about how this was not going to end well. As discussion was continuing between Richard Richards and Ryan Remington, Richard maneuvered his motorized wheelchair through the Walmart parking lot across South Oak Tree Drive and into a Lowe's parking lot. This is a distance of about 800 feet. On video surveillance, Ryan can be seen walking alongside Richard through the parking lot. When they reached the Lowe's, Ryan tried to keep people away from Richard. Ryan was probably concerned for the safety of the public. Richard started moving toward the garden entrance of the Lowe's store as Ryan was behind him with his gun drawn. A Lowe's employee was sitting just inside the entrance off to the right side. Richard was closing the distance to her and the knife could be seen in his right hand. Another police officer arrived on the scene just as this was happening. Ryan said to Richard, do not go into the store, sir. The officer who just arrived drew her weapon and approached Richard from behind and to the right. She said, stop now, you need to. Before she could finish her command, Ryan started firing at Richard, discharging his pistol nine times. Eight times in quick succession, followed by a half-second pause, then the ninth shot. The shots were fired into Richard's back and side. Richard slumped out of his chair and fell to the left, landing on the concrete. The knife can be seen hitting the floor, as well as other items. Ryan can then be seen handcuffing Richard. Paramedics were sent to the scene. Richard was declared dead a short time later. The Tucson Police Department said that Ryan's behavior directly contradicted multiple aspects of the use of force policy. Ryan was fired as a result, but at the time making this video, no criminal charges have been filed in this case. Now moving to my analysis. This case is controversial. Many people believe Ryan was not justified in shooting Richard and further believe that Ryan committed a crime. There are various theories about other actions that Ryan could have taken instead of shooting Richard. For example, deploying his taser, waiting for help, doing nothing, or moving in front of the wheelchair and trying to stop Richard. Let's take a look at the evidence both for and against the idea that Ryan was not justified in shooting Richard, starting with the inculpatory evidence. It appears as though Ryan's rationale for the shooting was that Richard was moving toward a Lowe's employee who was sitting near the entrance of the store. The problem is that Ryan fired nine shots in the direction of that employee when trying to stop Richard. If Ryan was really trying to protect the employee, why not move to a different firing position? Ryan was armed not only with a semi-automatic pistol, but with a taser. An attorney for the police union suggested the taser was not an option because the wheelchair blocked it and because the probes would not be able to spread far enough apart to incapacitate Richard. 
it sounds like he was saying that Ryan was too close to use the taser. As far as the wheelchair blocking the taser, Ryan could have simply positioned himself in front of Richard. As far as the taser probes being too close, it is true that the tasers are not effective if the weapon is fired too close to a target. Ideally, the probes should be over four inches apart, and they need some distance traveling through the air to get that much spacing. However, this limitation could have been avoided by Ryan backing up to create more distance. True terrors of horror, bizarre happenings, unexplainable events. On our podcast, Disturbed, Terror Takes Center Stage. Each episode is a journey into the darkest corners of human existence, delving into bone-chilling tales of kidnappings, serial killers, maniacs, and the very essence of your worst nightmares coming to life on this weekly true horror show. Disturbed is not for the faint of heart. It's an exploration of real, unadulterated horror sourced from everyday people. Each episode is a descent into the macabre, where we narrate stories that will leave you on the edge of your seat and crawling in your skin. We navigate the disturbing narratives that lurk in the shadows, offering a raw and unfiltered listen into the most terrifying aspects of the human experience. Enter at your own risk and let the unsettling tales unfold in the haunting realm of Disturbed. And remember, listeners, stay safe out there. My name is Bill Huffman, and I am a former Cleveland News producer, and I am now the host of the podcast, Who Killed? I began the show focusing on the unsolved murder of Amy Mahalovic, and now each week I explore a different case with a focus on some of the victims who don't get the attention they deserve. I have a deep catalog of over 225 episodes, so there is a guarantee there will be something for you. Who Killed is an evergreen podcast, killer podcasts, and slow burn media production. Subscribe today wherever you get your favorite shows. Moving on with the inculpatory items, Richard was disabled and in a motorized wheelchair. One could argue that his possession of a knife should have been considered in that context, meaning he may have been less capable of perpetrating a lethal attack. When Ryan shot Richard, Ryan was only about five feet away, and he was behind Richard and off to the side. Was Richard really a threat to Ryan at that moment? Richard did have a knife in his hand and was approaching a Lowe's employee, but he was still about 20 feet away from her. Why didn't Ryan warn the employee to run away so that he had more time to negotiate with Richard? Additionally, another officer had just arrived. Ryan knew that she was there because she yelled at Richard. Again, she said, stop now, you need to which may sound like a command from the Yoda School of Policing, but I think she said it that way because she was cut off by Ryan discharging his weapon. Either way, Ryan knew that she was there. Ryan actually told her about Richard having a knife in his hand before he fired his weapon. Ryan now had help to deal with Richard, yet he still fired his pistol. Prior to the shooting, Ryan can be seen walking next to Richard through the Walmart parking lot. Again, this confrontation started at Walmart, and then moved to Lowe's. At this point, Ryan would have already been aware of the knife, 
yet he was only a few feet from Richard, as if Ryan wasn't scared at all. Why didn't Ryan simply grab Richard, or, if he was really frightened, why didn't he draw his pistol at that time? Ryan's casual behavior in the parking lot is not consistent with the shooting that was observed just a few minutes later. Now moving to the exculpatory items. Richard was a dangerous career criminal who was carrying a knife while shoplifting. He had a history of attacking police officers. He threatened a loss prevention employee and Ryan Remington. He made it clear to Ryan that shooting him was the only way the knife was going to leave his possession. Richard appeared determined to provoke Ryan into shooting him. Richard disobeyed Ryan's command when he continued to maneuver his wheelchair into the entrance of the Lowe's store. Richard was approaching an innocent bystander by doing this. Ryan had no way of knowing how disabled Richard was or if he was disabled at all. Just because a person is in a wheelchair, it does not automatically mean that they are disabled. In addition, someone could have a certain level of disability but still be capable of stabbing a person. Some people who are disabled and use a wheelchair are capable of standing as well as walking short distances. Just because somebody is in a wheelchair doesn't mean they have no ability to ambulate. Employees at Walmart said that they saw Richard standing next to his wheelchair. Richard only had the wheelchair for about a month. How did he ambulate prior to receiving it? Clearly, he was mobile enough to transport illegal immigrants into the United States. When weighing the evidence, do I think that Ryan committed a crime when he shot Richard? I don't think that Ryan acted appropriately, but in my opinion, there's no way he could be found guilty of a crime beyond a reasonable doubt. I think that Ryan should have kept stalling Richard and waited for more police officers to arrive. When Ryan shot Richard, he put the Lowe's employee in danger. Waiting to fire would not have put her in more danger than he created by firing at a person who was between him and the employee. Also, I think that Ryan could have tried the taser, and he should have warned Richard clearly before discharging his pistol. One thing that really doesn't make sense about Ryan's behavior is why he was walking next to Richard for all that time. But then, when Richard tried to get into the Lowe's store, all of a sudden, Richard was a lethal threat. All of a sudden, Ryan had no choice but to shoot him nine times. It just doesn't make any sense. As I mentioned, I do think there is reasonable doubt in this case. Richard should not have threatened people with a knife, and he should not have said that shooting him was the only way he would give up the knife. He caused people to be fearful and thereby created reasonable doubt. Another thing to consider is that Ryan was acting in defense of another. So here's how I think about this. If the employee in the Lowe's store was armed, would she have been justified if she had shot Richard in that moment? Like, did she have the authority to defend herself under those circumstances? If she did, then one could argue that Ryan had the right to act on her behalf. So looking at this from her point of view, she's sitting inside the entrance of the store, and here comes a man carrying a knife. Yes, he was in a wheelchair, but he still could have been very dangerous. I think that that's probably Ryan's best argument to say that he was really acting as the Lowe's employee could have acted if she was armed. I think that Richard wanted his life to be brought to an end by a police officer. It doesn't appear as though he wanted to use the knife to stab anybody. I think he was using it to attract lethal force 
in his direction. Unfortunately, he was successful. Now moving to the last question. What was Ryan thinking when he shot Richard? Why did he make the decision to kill him? This is just a theory, my opinion. What could have happened here is that when Ryan spent all that time negotiating with Richard, Ryan started to feel as though he was being made to look ridiculous, cowardly, fearful, and timid, like Richard was embarrassing him and taking advantage of his lack of decisiveness. Ryan looked weak and impotent because he couldn't stop a man in a wheelchair. This disparity between their physical abilities only increased how offended Ryan became. When the other officer showed up at the scene, Ryan refused to be embarrassed in front of her. He was going to teach Richard a lesson about who was in charge. This may explain why Ryan fired nine times and why he paused before the final shot. That last shot was to punctuate his masculinity, toughness, and strength, to prove that his actions were deliberate and he had no regret. Those nine shots were a physical representation of the built-up rage that Ryan may have had in that moment. Ryan showed restraint for a long time, and when the floodgates opened, all that rage came out at once. I don't know if discrimination against people with disabilities was actually a factor in this case, but I do know that it's a massive problem in society. There have been other cases where police officers have targeted people with disabilities, and their use of force does not seem to be justified. I think it may come down to how the police have a lack of empathy. They look at people with disabilities as non-complying targets instead of human beings who deserve respect and compassion. This has been True Crime Psychology and Personality from Ars Longa Media. This content is for educational and entertainment purposes only. Ars Longa Vita Brevis. big money and transform your home with new appliances now at Menards. We offer the lowest prices and the largest in-stock appliance selection ready to take home today. Check out top appliance brands including KitchenAid, Maytag, Whirlpool, Amana, and Criterion. Upgrade your home and save big money on new appliances at Menards. Shop our entire selection of appliance options online today at Menards.com. Save big